Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles, everywhere to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you at the NovaCare Complex. Hey, everybody ready for some playoff football? It's coming Sunday, 1 o'clock, Raymond James Stadium. The Eagles against the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's been a fun, energetic, really interesting week at the NovaCare Complex. As the Eagles prepare to play the GOAT, Tom Brady, an offense that is loaded, a defense that's getting some key pieces back. Eagles are going in this with a great mindset. Let's go play football. Let's go have fun. Let's give Tampa Bay everything we've got. Lane Johnson, of course, has donned the underdog mask to try to conjure up those magical moments from the 2017 into 2018 Super Bowl 52 run. On this episode of the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group, hey, we've got a great episode for you. We're going to go back in time with Chad Lewis, who I spoke to earlier in the week, and Chad is as fired up as any of us are about this game. You'll hear his excitement, his story, his recollections of his playoff experiences, including an absolutely memorable NFC Championship game 2004 season. Chad called it the best and the worst day of his football life. But let's get to the locker room now. A couple of players, one on each side of the football, getting ready to do some damage here on Sunday against Tampa Bay. First up, Dallas Goddard, who played in the playoffs in his rookie season. That first experience in 2019 calendar year, 2018 season. The double doink game in Chicago, then the loss in New Orleans. So he's got playoff experience, was there in 2019 also when the Eagles hosted the Seattle Seahawks. Dallas Goddard ready to go against a Tampa Bay defense that he didn't have the opportunity to see in week six. Goddard was recovering from COVID. He's ready to go though. He's ready to make an impact. He's ready for this Eagles offense to have its very best day. Here we go, exclusively one-on-one, tight end Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard, thank you so much for joining me on the Eagles Insider Podcast. Um, 2019, you had your first playoff experience. What was it like? Oh, man, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, it, it was kind of a crazy game, a crazy year, but uh, we're down in Chicago. I got my first uh, playoff touchdown, which was really cool. And then, you know, obviously the way that game ended with the double doink, you still see highlights of that. Um, so winning my first playoff game that I was ever in, as well as scoring a touchdown, uh, you know, it's tough to beat the start of your playoff career that way. Um, obviously, we weren't able to finish it that year, but, um, you know, it was a fun first game for sure. It was your, fir- it was your first season in the NFL, Dallas. I mean, players had told you, obviously, what it would be like. What kind of advice did you get? And then, I don't know, how different was the experience? Was, was what they told you in that 2018 season, did that really prepare you for that, for that game in the playoffs? Yeah, you know, uh, kind of the biggest thing, the biggest message that I was told is that everything just amplifies a little bit. You know, it's the preseason. Everybody's kind of out there. You know, you get your first taste, and it's the regular season. You think everybody's trying their hardest. Um, But, you know, everybody said they're not trying their hardest. When you get to the playoff, like, you're going to really find out who's different because there's some people that can take it that next gear. Um, So, obviously, playing them, we were playing uh, Cleo Mack. Uh, they had a couple good other DNs. You know, the place was rocking. It was loud. Um, it definitely lived up to the expectations. Um, but for me, you know, that's what you live for. You play uh, 
to play in those games like that, um, you know, it, it was super fun. It was super cool. Um, obviously, they were playing hard, but, you know, you, it's easy to match that. And when you do, you know, it's just who can be tougher longest. Yeah, and I mean, the emotions of, of that win and then the loss the following week, it like, it, it, is it more than you feel after a regular season win or loss? Yeah, it, it's definitely more. Um, you know, obviously, you jo enjoy any win and, uh, a win in the playoffs is kind of like a win in the regular season because then you get to look forward to that next week. But, you know, a loss in the playoffs is is a tough thing to, you know, deal with and handle. When it gets there, you know, it's you've been with these guys since uh, the end of July, and you get here and boom, it's over. It's like, you know, come in tomorrow, grab your stuff, meet with a coach if you want to, and uh, we'll talk to you later down the road. So uh, it's crazy that you can have a group of people together for so long lose one game and all of a sudden, man, we'll see you guys next year. Who's ever here, uh, we'll see you then. And if you're not here, good luck, you know. So uh, losing the playoffs is, is tough and it's something you don't want to do. But, uh, you know, to get there is a big accomplishment. Dallas, so what, what will it be like for you the rest of this week? Uh, has the preparation to this point been as, as usual? And then, like, just between now, Wednesday, and Sunday at 12.45 p.m., what's it going to be like for you? Yeah, you know, it's going to be uh, pretty much a normal week, you know. Uh, there'll be a little bit of stuff, making sure you're finding out, finding out all the details that you could possibly miss in an install, going through the practice film, uh, finding any details, and then watching film on them. Uh, because once you get into this postseason, the margin of error is so small, you know, uh, one little mess up here or there, you know, can cost you the entire game. And, you know, it's really just about doing your job and then, you know, not trying to do too much, not trying to make plays that you're not supposed to make, just – uh, letting the game come to you, do your job, focus on your technique, and, you know, when the play is supposed to be made, uh, if you're doing the technique and the details right, uh, you'll be able to make it. Dallas, what are your thoughts on this offense and what you think you can accomplish in the postseason? Um, you know, I think we got a great offense, a, a very dynamic offense. Um, obviously, we had a great year rushing the ball. Um, we got a physical O-line. Uh, we like to run the ball, dominate the trenches, and then uh, we can just do so much off of that. You know, we have – wide receivers that can make big plays, a quarterback that can do anything, running backs that has obviously uh, rushed for a ton of yards, a lot of explosive plays this year. Um, you know, I think we just got a really good group, and, you know, I think if we can play to our standards, uh, we could have a long run in the playoffs. I believe you're going to come out and start fast. So when that happens, we're going to be very positive here, knowing that's going to happen. What will that mean for the rest of the game? Uh, you know, it's, just, it's setting the tone early. Um, you know, it doesn't really matter – as much how you start, you have to be able to finish uh, throughout the game. Um, so that's really our biggest thing is we want to play 60 minutes. We want to play hard. Uh, we want to be able to wear out the Buccaneers and, you know, just execute the offensive game plan. The Tampa Bay defense, I'm sure, looks a bit different to you than it did back in October. What can you tell us about what's changed in Tampa? Yeah, you know, uh, this was actually a game that I missed with COVID, so I wasn't able to be there. Um, but, you know, They've changed a little bit, I think, uh, since we played them last. Our offense has changed more. Uh, you know, we kind of found our identity, um, I think, more so than what has changed with them. It's more what changed with us and what we're good at and being able to, you know, bring what we've been able to grow at throughout the year into the playoffs, I think, uh, makes us a dangerous team to play. What's it been like around the guys this week? What is the energy level like? What is the kind of the sense of anticipation? Yeah, coming in on Monday, you know, we got a good first look at them, got a little install, got to get a little practice in and, uh, you know, just a little head start on them. And the energy in there was awesome. You know, everybody was flying around. Uh, you know, it's playoff time. You know, the energy has to be 
high at all times, and everybody's got to be ready to go because, you know, like we said earlier, it's win or go home. The defense, the defense is going to shut down Gronkowski, but just from a stepping away from this game and looking at him as a football player, Dallas, what makes him so effective? I mean, he's just he's an incredible athlete, an incredible player, um, but he, he's just so good at everything he does. Uh, he's fast. He runs good routes. He's crisp. Um, and then in the blocking game, you know, uh, I don't know about it as much, but when he was younger, uh, he was a dominant blocker. He would roll people off the sidelines, uh, things like that. And then anytime you just have his mindset, his nastiness, his uh, when he gets the ball in his hand, it's a dangerous sight. DBs, nobody really wants to tackle him, and he definitely used that to his advantage. Is there a mindset that this team is kind of gal galvanizing us against the world kind of feeling? Uh, what do you mean by that? You know, like everybody thinks the Eagles are going to go down to Tampa and lose. And so everybody here goes, hey, we're, we're here to win the game. We're gonna so it's us against the world. Yeah, uh, I guess you could say that, you know, uh, I don't really look too much on what the world's thinking. You know, I, I have high <laughs> expectations. I know this team uh, is planning on going down there for a win. So uh, I guess we can shock the world if none of, nobody thinks we're going to do it. I love it. Dal, it so, so, like, for Jack Stoll, like, what kind of messages do you have for him this week? Uh, you know, for me, I'm just going to kind of keep it light with him. You know, he's uh, he, I, lo I love the way he attacks the week. You know, he's just – He's good with whatever. Whatever I tell him, he's doing. So I'm just going to tell him to keep it light. Uh, you know, don't make it more than it is. Just be ready to go when the time comes. I love it. Dallas Goddard, thank you so much for joining on the Eagles Insider Podcast. Good luck on Sunday against Tampa Bay. Thank you. Thank you. On the defensive side of the ball, you know, one of the big differences between the Eagles then and now on the defensive side is TJ Edwards. TJ Edwards was not a big part of things. He played 24 snaps in that first game against Tampa Bay. It was kind of Eric Wilson's job. The Eagles were starting to phase out Wilson and phase in TJ. Even though he started, he just didn't play a ton. Now he's out there for every snap, and he's done a terrific job. And on Monday, we spoke as the team got back from its kind of day off there on Sunday, the bye week, if you will, many starters resting from the Cowboys game. T.J. Edwards ready to go, and he really conveys the excitement level in the locker room as the Eagles got back to the NovaCare Complex. He's looking forward to the challenge of playing Brady and a very, very good Tampa Bay offense. T.J. Edwards, you're just off the practice field on Monday. I wondered, um, first of all, if you can capture kind of the mood of the team. What, what's the level of excitement like there? Yeah, I mean the level is you know it's it's really high. We uh, just kind of getting everyone back in the in the building and um, getting on the practice field. You can just feel the the energy and the the excitement and everyone just getting ready to to start the you know the process of the week and um, be on top of things. And you could just see everyone flying around and, and having fun, just um, you know being back out there. And um, no, so the energy is is really good right now. You've experienced this before. I, I wonder what you what you took from from 2019 and certainly not in the same role you are now, but what it was like then and what that experience means to you now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think even just going in, you know, my rookie year in uh, 2019 and going in the playoffs, I remember the, 
the vets, you know, telling everyone and preparing everyone that, uh, you know, playoff football is a whole different beast. And, um, you know, as good as everyone is in the NFL, the, the, the level has turned up even more and you can, you can feel it in that game, um, in 2019. So, um, I think just the message is kind of the same that, you know, we're playing really well right now, but we got to, you know, press even harder and, and also, you know, make sure our energy is even higher and our, our, we're on top of our, our, our job even more just because, you know, playoff football is a whole different beast. And, um, we're, we're just really excited to, to get going and, um, you know, have everyone flying around and, uh, no, we're excited for the task. So TJ, I guess like, you know, for the fan, they would go, Oh my gosh, that must be so hard to kind of keep doing the things you've been doing, but, but doing better. Like, is it a difficult transition going from playoffs just in terms of the prep time, uh, regular season to playoffs? Um, not, not necessarily. I think just what we've done so well here is, um, you know, Coach Sirianni just keeping the messages same and keeping um, the process the same so that we know exactly um, what to expect and we know how to attack our, our preparation and how to um, attack our, our bodies in terms of just recovery and, and making sure we're ready for the game this week uh, on Saturday. And uh, I think that's kind of the best thing that we're doing right now is keeping the process the same and um, just keep on working and keep doing what we're doing and keep, keep riding the momentum that we have at the end of the year. Okay, so it's Tampa Bay. We know that Sunday, 1 o'clock. It'll be a little bit warmer down there, so you'll hydrate a ton, I'm sure. Um, First time around uh, Tom Brady, the first time you ever saw him. Um, What was it like? What, 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 What kind of quarterback was he when you actually got to get on the field against him full time and see him in action? Yeah, um, I mean, just going off of the the game this year when um, I had a little bigger role than I had when we played him uh, when he was in uh, New England. Um, but no, I mean, he's just he's the commander. You know, he's out there and he's he does everything for them, and um, you can feel kind of you know at first you know just his, his presence and everything like that. But at the end of the day, you know, we got we got a job to do, and it's to make him as uncomfortable as we can. And um, I know everyone's really excited just to uh, go out there, and um, you know, you want to you want to play the best, so to get the the best in the in the first round is awesome, and we're we're really excited about the challenge. What did you think of your defensive performance back in October? Uh, I thought it was, um, you know, just obviously some things that we wanted to clean up, some things we didn't um, execute, and some things that you know we just weren't on the same page with. But just looking uh, kind of back at that game and seeing how far we've come from um, that game in October to where we're at now, it's awesome to see just kind of how we've evolved and the the growth and the, the connection of the team and the connection on the defense and the, the chemistry has, has grown so much. And I think that's why, um, you know, you saw our play start to pick up, you know, later in the year, but um, we're, a, you know, we're a different team than um, we were in October and so are they. So I think that's, that's a really exciting part is, you know, we're both at our best right now and uh, we get to see who comes out on top. One of their big weapons is, is Gronk at tight end. Um, like power forward kind of guy, like box out, like what makes him so good? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, kind of like you said, he's just a big physical dude and he knows how to uh, use his body well with routes. And, um, you know, the big thing this week is just after the catch, he's he's really good at making people miss and also just running through guys and uh, dragging people and getting a lot of yards after contact. So it's going to be um, similar to kind of what we've had to do in the past weeks in terms of just getting people to the ball and uh, making sure we're, we're targeting the right body part when we're tackling, not going too high and, um, you know, trying to make him uncomfortable as well. You know, he's been a really good player for a really long time for a reason so um you know we're gonna have to be at our best to to beat this team that's that's for sure tj do you think that people out there um i don't know like outside the building outside of us like we do you think people take the eagles lightly in any way 
Um, honestly, I think just with the the aura of, of Philly in terms of you know we're we're hard nosed, we're tough, and um, we'll, we'll scrap to the end. I think you know um, past couple years hasn't been as strong, and I think the best part about what we do is we just keep the focus. You know what we're focused on. We don't really. Um, care too much about how people view us we know that we're going to go out there and um, fly around and, and we want to play our best ball every single week and uh, that's really all we're kind of focused on to be honest with you so tell me what tampa i mean they're different obviously and no antonio brown no godwin they'll have gronk i mean i know it's early in the week but do you get a sense of just how much different that offense is yeah, I think they're different just in terms of um, how they're deploying people. And, you know, obviously I think, um, you know, Tom is just what makes them go. And um, he's, he's always getting them in the right play, the right check, and uh, making sure that, you know, they're getting out of things when they need to and they see certain looks. So uh, it's all going to be about, you know, kind of a mind game early in the down. And then when we get to it, just kind of playing how we've been playing. And that's, you know, physical, flying to the ball and uh, making sure that we get we try to get 11 hats to the ball every play. Um, so I think – in that sense, it's not going to change much in terms of we have to play our, our best game and play our rules against a, a team where we have a good idea just because, you know, we played them a little bit, but we know that there's, we're going to see a lot of things that we haven't seen from them. So just kind of being prepared for everything as well. TJ, what's it going to be like at, you know, 1245 on Sunday afternoon for you? Uh, do you are you one of those guys who, before a game, do you really get deep into your own mind? I mean, what, what kind of mindset do you normally have and what, would you, what do you think you'll have on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously it's a it's a really big stage and um, things like that. But you know, for me, I just try to do the I try to you know be at my at my best. But I know that if I'm I'm too deep in thought or if I'm too overhyped, things like that, um, you know, I won't think about the things that I need to. So for me, I'm always you know just kind of calm and um, you know not trying to make the moment bigger than it is. You know, we've been been playing football all our lives and just going out there and uh, keeping the main thing the main thing and focus on what we need to focus on to uh, to get this win. You know, in terms of being on top of communication and, um, you know, also make sure that, you know, we're ready to go uh, mentally for the good and bad that happens throughout the game. So, uh, no, I'm not I'm not too overhyped and I'm not, you know, too calm. I'm kind of right in the middle. That's that's kind of where I want to live at. Has, has it ever happened to you in your career that you were overhyped for a game? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. And, um, you know, just doing uncharacteristic things, listening to, um, you know, crazy music before I come out, you know, some, some stuff to get me hyped. And that's always, you always need that. But um, for me, you know, I got to have some, some calm stuff as well to make sure I'm not, you know, making it bigger than what it is. The calm before the TJ Edwards storm. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, thank you so much, TJ. Good luck on Sunday. Have a great week of preparation. I appreciate you, Dave. Good talking to you. All right, now we're going to go back in time, and it's kind of timeless because one of my favorite guys ever, Chad Lewis, who made it in the NFL the hard way, not drafted, kicked around a bit, found his home in Philadelphia, and became a player we will never forget. Here we go, Chad Lewis talking Eagles, Bucks, memories, all of that together. A great guy, a great time with Chad Lewis. Chad Lewis, you are one of the Eagles' heroes of playoff lore, so I very much appreciate you joining me here this week. Um, and I want to catch up on things that you've got going on, but I'd like to know, you know, if you can recall back, when you transitioned from regular season to the playoffs, how much of a rush is that? What's it feel like? Oh, man. The second that last game's over, it's like putting to bed an old season and the playoffs. It's a new life. It's a new wing in the house. It's a new, it's a new area of your life. Everything beats with a different tempo. You can feel it. 
the second you walk into the facility on that Monday morning, uh, everyone is looking at each other different. It's go time, it's do or die time, and it's a really good feeling as an athlete. Chad, is it a, a different game? Is it the first time around? Is it, a, is it something you have to get used to? It's a different game because there's times to be aggressive and take chances, and there's other times to play it cool. Your coaches are typically the ones making those calls, but they're with you in the huddle. They're talking to you. You're looking at each other eye to eye. So you're, you're really on the same page, more so than the regular season. Um, you just feel each other's heartbeats, and you know when it's time to cut it loose and take a chance and be aggressive, do the Philly special, and you know when it's time to just, hey, right now we're taking a field goal and we're going to roll with it. And I, I feel like as a player, that's a whole different relationship with your coaches, with each other's teammates, and even with your fans, knowing that we have to deliver right now or else we're going home. And the last thing you want to do is disappoint each other, your coaches, your families, and the fans. And so it's like for the first time of the season, in a real way, it's on. Do you remember your first playoff game in your career? I think it was the Giants up there um, because we went, we did well. That was Andy's second season. We went up to the Giants, played them, and got beat. And there was a taste in my mouth that was foul. It was like I personally felt like I needed to step up and play better football. I think everyone on our team felt the same way. It was we had had a good season, not a great one. We had started to turn things around in a major way. Donovan was a full-time starter. But there was a hunger inside all of us. And it was, you know, the next year we went to four straight NFC championships. And it really started during that year. And then walking out of the Meadowlands without a victory was enough right there. It was like, okay, this will never happen again. That was the feeling. And Chad, that game, they had the big kickoff return. The crowd was going crazy. Did you feel like the team and you learned a lot about how to handle that moment? Yeah, because you, the moment, especially in an away crowd, can get away from you. If you don't take a breath, someone's got to crack a joke in the huddle. It was either Donovan or Hugh on the defensive side. And then it was Brian Dawkins or someone else who was, you know, inspiring the guys. And then it was Andy at the time who was leveling everything off. Like, Hey, you guys are great. Just calm down. Let's go play some football. So if you're not careful, that away crowd, the noise, the hype, the big plays, it'll go crazy on you. Chad, how closely do you follow the 2021 Eagles? I mean, you know, it's tough with, with obviously with COVID you've always been around, you've always been connected have you been able to kind of follow a team that started out poorly two and five at one point and turned everything around? Yeah, I've watched the whole season. I'm excited for Jalen Hurts, especially this week. Uh, Going to have a nice little changing of the guard. Um, Tom Brady's had his run. He's his best. I mean, what he's done is I don't think anyone's ever going to compete or compare or, or outdo what he's done. But I just feel like Jalen is a special player and person, like his heart. Is massive. He plays with a presence. He did in college. He's done it in the pros. I feel like guys believe in him, and I can't wait for them to go down to Tampa Bay and let him have one of those moments that 
an athlete like him is going to have. And hopefully it's this weekend. I hope not until next season, but hopefully it's this weekend where he becomes Jalen Hurts in the NFL. Chad, there's also, you know, a good number of players on this team and every team that did it the way Chad Lewis did it. Not, you know, not, not a heralded guy, uh, got cut, bounced around before finding your footing. And I wonder, why do you think you made it when others who have been in that situation, others who have been drafted higher, you know, been bonus babies, why they didn't make it? Why did you make it in the NFL? Yeah, great question. I was heralded just uh, within my own family. Uh, <laughs> the NFL had to find out who I was. And so as a college football player, I walked on to the BYU football program. I ended up having a really good career. I developed into a good tight end. And so when it came time to be drafted and I wasn't, I knew the drill down to the pain of getting looked down on as a walk-on. I learned how to prove people wrong. I learned how to earn their respect. I wasn't thrilled at the time about doing it again. I would love to have been drafted, and put some money in the bank for my family. But immediately, I was able to fall back on what I already knew and what I'd already been through. So I knew what it would take to make the team as an undrafted player. Ty Detmer was the quarterback. He gave me great confidence. John Gruden was the offensive coordinator. He also gave me great confidence. Juan Castillo, my tight end coach. I had people around me that were telling me from the very first day of minicamp that I was good enough to be there. I was going to make something happen. And I was pumped from the day I got to Philly, that first minicamp, until my last game in Philly. I feel like I gave it everything I had. And I cherish the fact that I was one of the lucky undrafted free agents that that got to be my story and it's blessed me for the, my life since learning how to bootstrap and go for it. It's an amazing story. Um, and look, I mean, the, the, I guess the, the bittersweet moment was of course the NFC championship game against Atlanta touchdown catches injury all in all, Chad, um, what was that experience like then? And now that you've got the perspective of 15 whatever 17 years ago what is it like now yeah i wouldn't change a thing even though that was the best worst day of my life going to the super bowl as a philadelphia eagle after everything we pushed was the most satisfying and thrilling uh athletic moment of my life and to do it with all the guys and coaches and fans and city that i love so much it was like it could not have been better I would have loved to have been the MVP in the Super Bowl. That would have been a blast. Um, I don't know if there's been other tight ends. I was just thinking, let's do it. Um, I, also, I wanted to beat the Patriots in uh, Super Bowl 39. I wanted to ring. All of that hurt, but looking back on it now, these years later, I'm grateful, especially for the relationships. You hear that from so many players that when they leave, it's the relationships they care about the most, and that's true. But – I think people think of it when they make that comment of only people, that they're talking about people relationships. But there's a relationship that we had with Philly that was just as strong. Philly's a gritty, tough, blue-collar, punch-in-the-mouth city. I have a relationship with that. And also my neighborhood where I lived in New Jersey, those, those neighbors that I had and, and the church congregation I went to, I have a relationship with those people that's forever. 
And the game of football, I learned so much, especially, you know, on those runs that we made with uh, Donovan and Brian Dawkins and Andy Reid. I have a relationship with that. So I think when football players say they miss the relationships, that's part of it. The city, the people, the huddle, um, the heartbeat, all of it. So that's what I miss. Chad, what, what keeps your competitive fires going these days? Oh, my gosh. Typically, it's golf with my friends. Uh, I work at BYU full-time, and I'm the director of the fundraising team. And so I'm always around athletics, uh, specifically BYU athletics, football, basketball, all the rest of the sports. And then outside of sports, it's with my friends and family. It's playing golf. And so to challenge yourself in a game where you can never be perfect, it always punches you in the mouth. But it's so much fun. That's, uh, that's probably the greatest place. And then each morning I, I ride my bike or do whatever to stay healthy. And that's, that's part of the challenge, too. Like, I, 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 I wrote so many checks with my body in football that I have to cash one day. And I just think by staying healthy, uh, the deposit and the withdrawal is going to be less painful if I just stay as healthy as I can. So that's my competitive, my competition right there is just staying healthy. Amazing. Life, life sounds like it's been great to you. Look, I married the greatest girl in the world. And so we've had seven kids. My son-in-law just, he's been with the Raiders all year as a tight end and the chiefs just signed him. So my son-in-law is playing for Andy Reid, Tom Melvin, Craig Lewis, Eric Bieniemy, Rick Burkholder. I mean, it's nuts that a member of my family is in an organization that I've bled and died for, you know, the, that the Chiefs, that, those, those people. So it's been cool. Yeah. That is amazing. And, and then and that's really amazing. I, I guess finally kind of a, long, a similar vein in a sense, Tom Brady is the opponent on Sunday for the Eagles. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? Like, oh. Like, you marvel at, at everything that he's been able to do all of these years long? Um, 31 teams and their organizations and their entire alumni marvel at what that guy's done. The longevity. Steve Young said it best last year when he said, I can't believe he wants to do it after all this time. Like, he still has the desire after more than 20 years to put up with, you know, some of the crazy stuff, but... The guy's amazing. He still throws a perfect football. He's a great leader. He's not, um, he's not an old man leader, meaning he doesn't say, you know, I, I had to walk to school when there was four feet of snow. He's, he's with the guys. And as soon as he loses that, he's out. But that's the miracle. He still has it. It's, it's just incredible. Well, it's time for him to lose again to the Eagles. Chad, thank you so much. Great to hear from you. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll see you in Philadelphia soon. Jalen Hurts, Dallas Goddard, baby. Let's go, birds. And that will do it for this episode of the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Thanks to Peter Kelly, Ray Doyle, Julie McLaughlin for their work. Thanks to all of you for joining each and every episode. We really appreciate your commitment and uh, just the fact that you love the Eagles so much and that you're such a big part of what we do. If you have a moment to give us a little review... There's a link in the details section of your podcast library. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks, everyone. We're back immediately after the game on Sunday. Tune in for the Instant Reaction Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Everyone, let's go.
Get some energy going. Let's get ready for a big one on Sunday. Fly, Eagles, fly. Have a great Eagles night, everybody. And go Birds! Go Birds!